Welcome back, everybody. This is the Let's Have a Real Conversation podcast with. <laughs> I introed you. You don't. You forgot your name. I'm dashing me. <laughs> Nigga said, "What's your name?" <laughs> I am JD, aka He Who Pods, aka When Nerds. What is it they said on TikTok? <laughs> when nerds listen to hip hop. When nerds listen to hip hop. That's us. The two of us make what. Uh, right. We are. Together, we are the when nerds listen to hip hop duo. TikTok. Yo. I don't even know if I was supposed <laughs> to start with TikTok, but yo. Nah, but it's fine. Apparently, TikTok has a boner for Lil Wayne. No, the internet has a boner for Lil Wayne. Because even when we put Lil Wayne stuff that we've said on YouTube, people oh, yeah, go YouTube crazy shorts. also. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we got a segment we're bringing back thanks to TikTok. Shout out to TikTok for telling us what the people want. Thanks. <laughs> and we yeah. posted a clip of uh, lyrics that Lil Wayne shouldn't have got away with. And boy, TikTok people they were have feelings. upset. People yeah. were upset. First of all, the, the lyrics still don't make sense. Even okay, so some people tried to explain it. And yeah. you know, like when I know I'm probably getting shit for this, but you know when like an idiot tried to explain something and it just <laughs> I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have took a sip of my coffee because <laughs> that because that's <laughs> spit coffee everywhere. You know what that means. You know what I mean by that, though, right? It's like you, like the thing is already stupid, and like you try to explain something stupid, and it continues to sound. It's dumb. like the memes when it hits blunt. You know those memes? Yes. It's like hits blunt, and then some foolishness. Yeah. Those are Little Wayne's lyrics. <laughs> First of all, I didn't even realize. Okay, so one person. Wait, and they was mad you pronounced it. Oh. Because I say Little Wayne. I don't give a fuck. I enunciate. Yo, I enunciate. They try to come for you for saying little. Yeah, I enunciate everything. Every, every single funny. thing. I don't. Also, people like don't realize right off the bat that I'm from Brooklyn. People think that I have, a, you know, some sort of like uh, version of suburbia in me or something like that when I speak. No, I just, you know, I have different modes. When I'm on the podcast, I'm very focused. You know, we're giving information, we're discussing topics, we're doing different things. This is this is just me. I'm just whatever. But they got on me for, for calling him Little Wayne. And I don't give a fuck. I'm going to continue to call him Little Wayne. Why did he call him? First of all, don't. Young people, don't call yourself little. You know why? Because at some point... You have to drop it. Right. I mean, he's not going by Big Wayne, but he probably, well, he's still little. So, uh, (laughs) where do you want to go next? Let's leave that one right there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next. Let me just let y'all know. There's nothing to talk about. There is not a lot to talk about. Nothing to talk about. So, you know, we're going to get in, get out, and you guys can go and have a happy holiday. Right. Um... Because after this, you ain't going to see us till December, right? Because Thanksgiving is the 20th. I mean, yeah, it'll be December, but you know. 
Also, I lied about the Soul Train Awards again. <laughs> oh shit! Soul Train, I think, is coming on. Don't even give a date. No, I think I th- no 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 the, no 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 no. What when I said Soul Train was happening, I was correct in that Soul Train was being filmed the day I said it was coming on. Oh, see, that's it, what happens it, when it was, you got to connect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was that was yeah. on the internet. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? But Soul Train was being filmed that they day. They hit you on the hip? No. <laughs> they say, yo, you want to come to the, the filming? I wish. It was in Vegas. I would hell, I would have left the show and tried to find and, Usher. And, and skated right <laughs> into Usher, right? I would have been like, somebody get me some roller skates, please. I knew that was coming. Please. Usher, I'm coming. <laughs> That's what she says. Nope, that gotta stay. <laughs> Veto. No, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean that's oh, a clip. Oh, that's so a clip. Got it. Yep, that's a good one. Um, that was yeah, be like a seven-second clip. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to be in Vegas, not for the Soul Train Awards, but for Usher. I, I mean that wholeheartedly. Like I, we, we believe you. I was gonna get into that show, Hell or High Water. I was gonna get into that show. But um, I actually haven't heard anything about Soul Train yet, so I will. Um, I'm 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 gonna put some uh, feelers out and see what it was like. I always, I always, you know, try to shoot <laughs> shoot the homies a, a little message and go, oh, how was it? Like, what 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 was it like in person? You know, what was the vibe like? I like to know that, especially doing the podcast. I think that's you know important to know what it was like in the room, industry insider over but here. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it. It's coming on on the Saturday the 26th. So our, we will report on Soul Train next time we're here. <laughs> Shut up. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, since we're talking about Soul Train right now, we might as well just hop into the Grammys. I mean, let me let y'all know, the, there's a lot of shit going on with the Grammys. A lot? So... Buckle your seatbelts because this is going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> and spoiler alert, it's going to be the bulk of this episode. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, if yes. you don't want to hear shit about the Grammys, just skip like 40 minutes. Yeah. And then you'll get to the new music section and stuff. But exactly. for now, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So first, we should start with Nikki. Because right. we spoke about Nicki Minaj a few pods ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was two episodes ago three episodes if you count the kanye episode and yeah, we spoke about episode. no it wasn't that was yeah it was in the follow-up it was in the follow-up kanye See, it was be knowing. it was the one that we insert it was oh. the first time we started recording on this couch actually yeah <laughs> we had to do the the the, the punch the punching yeah uh-huh you right girl you right yeah all right well anyway we reported on some things going on with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of tweets and beef between her and Lotto regarding the Grammys. Yeah. In those tweets, we were reporting what was said in the tweets, with tweets, which was that, sorry y'all. We were reporting what was said in the tweets, which was that Nicki was submitting music and for it was moved, right, for consideration for the Grammys, mm-hmm. and it was moved from one section to the other. Mm-hmm. But we used the wrong verbiage. Yes. 
And perhaps because that's the way the tweets made it seem, listen, we'll take the blame. Right. We don't want no beef with Nikki. But the Grammy nominations have come out. Yes, they were not out when we when we spoke about Nikki. They were not officially out yet. Correct. So we were premature in the way that we spoke about it. That situation actually happened, but in terms of the way we spoke about it, we were premature in talking about Grammy nominations specifically because they technically had not been released. But now they have. And you want to tell the people what happened with Nikki? And Nikki is nowhere to be found. No Nikki on the noms. No. Anonymous Nikki. All right. But you, you thought that was a good one? <laughs> <laughs> Anomalous Nikki. <laughs> Woo. We are also recording at a completely different time of day than we normally record. So if JD is saying crazy things, that's why. I just, I just you know, just anomalous Nikki. Every, everything can be a hit. You know what I'm <laughs> no, saying? That was... Sunny days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain. Mm-hmm, that's true. For 50 cents. And he was right. And he was right. So okay. Yeah, I know. Every everyone everyone ain't a hit. Nikki is <laughs> Nikki is not nominated. Which is weird. Very weird. Because her song did really well in the charts. And I know that's not the only thing that they take into consideration, but it is a big part of it. It does have a lot to do with radio and streaming and numbers and industry bullshit. Y'all know the game. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk a lot about the game in a little while. Not the game, the rapper, the Grammy game. And I want to do something later that we've never done before. But we'll get to that in a little while. I don't know what this is. I have not been privy to that, but okay, I'll wait on it. I told you. So off mic. I can't remember. It's fine. We'll get to it. Anyway, so, so Nikki uh, was not nominated, although Super Freaky Girl, mm-hmm. oof, got pat myself on the back for remembering did, the you name did, you right did there. That, you did that. Nicki Minaj didn't get any nominations, <laughs> even though her song did well. That's it. You go. So I, I feel like this speaks to what I was saying last time we spoke about this. I feel like she. I feel like the Grammys, it gets very personal. As much as there's a voting system and there's a committee and there's all of that, I think it gets personal sometimes. And no, we don't have any confirmation and we probably never will get confirmation, but Nikki came out and said what she said several weeks ago. She put their business on the street and and I feel like the Grammy Academy was like, fuck her. I'm not, I mean... I'm I'm not on the Grammy board, but I'm pretty sure they ain't like that shit. Right. So, and I'm not saying she was wrong. I, I'm not I'm not saying that what her not being nominated is right at all. I think it's crazy considering, like you said, the song did well, and right. they obviously at some point thought that it even it was even worth having a conversation about because. It, they would have to in order for them to move it from one category to another. True. So then to have the nominations come out and they decided to just screw her on that and not nominate her at all. 
kind of what I was talking about, where I just feel like they, you know, it's very political and it's not, it's more of a popularity contest and who falls in line. We've, we've heard that a lot over the years and who does what they want them to do, whether it's they need them to perform and then, or they, they pull not, they pull nominations because an artist won't perform or things like that. Just, it sucks for Nikki. Especially considering she has talked about openly about the fact that she feels like the Grammys have shunned her over and over again. Yes, this is true. So I'm, I feel for her. I know this is something that's important to her and it kind of sucks. It does. But a lot of black people got nominated for Grammys. A lot of of people of and apart of the culture got nominated for Grammys. This is true. So we are, well, I'll speak for me, you know, sad that Nikki wasn't nominated, but those on who, a positive note. on a positive note, those who were nominated, I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice little list we got here. You gonna, you gonna give it to him? I'm gonna give it to him. All right. We got rap album. Of the year? Of the year. Okay, I'm about to say rap album. Yeah, there's a lot of those out. God did. DJ, okay, uh, just real quick. DJ Khaled, Future, Pusha T, Jack Harlow is not of the persuasion, but you know, he's there. (laughs) Aspartame got nominated. I knew you was going to say it. That's why I started (laughs) laughing. Aspartame is up there, but you know, listen, Pusha T, I feel like that's, that's good shit for the Grammys. They did us. They, they did us a favor. They did us a solid. You I, know, Jack Harlow's gonna win. I would love for Pusha T to win, but it, they are not gonna let Pusha T win Rap Album of the Year. And it's almost dry. It was a great album. It was a great album, but they're not gonna let Pusha T win the Grammy. No. Uh, new artists. I don't think we know any of these people. Song of the Year, Break My Soul. Uh, about <laughs> damn time, Lizzo. I, we don't care about the other two people. <laughs> Bonnie Raitt and Harry Styles. Chill, Harry Styles. He's cool. They are cool. Wait, is he not a he? I... Is he not a he? Come on, man. Cut me, cut me some slack. <laughs> like you know what I'm asking you, man. I can't keep up these days. I'm sorry. I honestly don't know the answer to that question. If you know, let us know. How does Harry Styles identify? Is Machine Gun Kelly considered rock? So he's doing this really interesting thing where he's mixing rock and rap. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because he's nominated for rock album along with the Black Keys, since you want to read everybody, the Black Keys, Idols, and Ozzy Osbourne. I didn't know that Ozzy Osbourne was currently making music i love it his brain is fried i don't even know osborne is like 900 years old and still busting and looks 900 and has looked 900 for at least 500 of those years cocaine is a hell of a drug a hell of a drug (laughs) let's keep going record of the year break my soul beyonce woman doja cat your guy for day harry styles i'm about to look it up (laughs) You and me on the rock, Brandy Char- 
Brandy Car Carlisle. Yep. And Lucius. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Brandy Carlisle. Music video, woman, Doja Cat. There's a lot of Harry Styles going on here. Adele, yeah. Taylor Swift. All right, I gotta put my glasses on. Sorry. I don't want to be Larry School. Uh, Doja Cat and Post Malone for pop duo and group performance. I'm not reading everybody else. I don't know those people. R&B album. Robert Glasper, Lucky Day, Mary J. Blige, PJ Morton. This is a good, this is a good mix. It is. I like that. Lucky Day been doing his thing. Absolutely. He's been out in the streets, you know, performing and whatnot. Good for him. And Mary J. Blige, we love Mary. Y'all know we love Mary over here on this podcast. So very excited. I just feel like Mary's career, like... I don't like we talk about it. We do. But like, do we talk about it enough and how long Mary's career is? I remember being young and my dad being obsessed with Mary and buying all the albums and playing her all the time. And Mary is still thriving and making good music right. today. Uh, great music. Yes. Go, uh, no, no, skip that category. Rap performance, Push and Pete. Didn't Push and Pete happen, happen a really long time ago? I don't, sorry, I don't want to lie. FNF, Glorilla, God did, Jay-Z, well, J <laughs> DJ Khaled. I'm about to say, wait, wait a minute, Well, because it's Because it's rap performance, so it's technically not DJ Khaled, it's, it's the rappers that were on it and DJ Khaled, but they don't put DJ Khaled's name first and Vegas Doja Cat. Let me tell you something about Doja Cat. I don't, I don't listen to her music, but one thing Doja Cat gonna do, Doja Cat gonna dominate multiple categories. <laughs> I mean, Doja Cat is a singer, a rapper, <laughs> a mime. <laughs> she is literally everything. I got, she I got. does. Everything under the sun. I got nothing. Doja Cat is in all every I, single all category. Know, all I know is the labels <laughs> and the Grammys, all the award shows, they love her. <laughs> they said, who could we get? Like, who could we who could we get? Who could we invest in that we could just like put her everywhere? I mean, we want her in the rap category, the dance category, the pop category. We want her in the spoken word category. Everything. Every single thing. I'm surprised she wasn't up for best rock performance. All right. Pop vocal album. Lizzo is nominated in that category along with Coldplay, ABBA, and Adele. Um, no. Rap song. Pushing P, Churchill Downs, God Did, Wait For You. I actually love Wait For You. I love Thames. Thames is great. Thames is great. Thames is great. And Thames is on the Wakanda Forever soundtrack. She is. Oh. You know, I don't think we ever talked about Rihanna's song on the Wakanda Forever soundtrack. I feel like you don't like talking about it. <laughs> I, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> because I feel like I've asked you about it off pod. And you were just kind of like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, this is 
We're going to have to call this one they shooting. What's the nonsense? No, made you look? But I'm asking. It's going to be made you look. That's the name of this episode well, you, because I'm getting shot at. You're not even trying to defend it, though. The whole time. I'm still trying to find out if Harry Styles is... Who Harry Styles is? Right. How did you feel about Lift Me Up? Rihanna's song on the Kind of Forever soundtrack. All right, first of all, let's get off the train for a second and have a real conversation. Yes, let's. We ain't heard a Rihanna song since Nixon was president. <laughs> and apparently, new music is coming. She's shout been, out, she's shout out to my boy Days. He's I got that from him. Um, she's she's been teasing since since Wakanda Forever came out. She's been teasing new music that will not be associated with the Super Bowl, but we'll see if that happens. We heard a Rihanna song since Nixon was president. All right, so we finally get one. And it's beautiful. And it is melodic. And it's soulful. And it's soothing. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't even say anything sarcastic or funny yet. You didn't. I just didn't expect you to say soothing. It's funny because I was I was actually thinking to myself as you were saying it was melodic and whatever. I was like, oh, here go the music guy getting his music bag talking about how it's melodic, which is not a bad thing. You asked me if I was right. No, that's not hate. But then you said soothing, and I was like, okay. I was yeah. that. I didn't even think about it that way. But thank you for like, that. I could totally see her at the concert singing it. People waving their phones back and forth slowly. Lift me up. Yeah, all that. It sounds like a hymn a little bit. And uh, it's a good record. But I'll be honest, I don't think it's any of us were expecting want. that when we heard New Rihanna was coming. No. I mean, the Black Panther 1 soundtrack was by TDE, and it was a bunch of mm-hmm. super fly songs. The singles were fucking SZA and Kendrick and Kendrick and Weekend and. Well, I think there was a. I think we. Excuse me. I think there was a somber undertone to Wakanda Forever that you know. I don't know if we. I don't. I don't know if we would have gotten any of that. Sure, you know? but we didn't know coming in. So, you know, as fans of Rihanna, we wanted that shit. No, agree. And we got a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. But it's not what we were waiting for. Not what we were hoping for. What was wild about the song is when it came out, I looked it up and I found it on YouTube. And this was like hours after it had come out. Did and you, it was did a you watch video, the video? It was a video, but it wasn't her video. And it was like this video that someone had created. Oh, that's smart. It was really morbid. Smart. Like of all the Probably scenes. Probably got like 4 billion views. Of, of all the 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 uh scenes of either Chadwick Boseman like laying there in um when T'Challa when T'Challa died in um Black Panther and like them trying to revive him and all these images and videos of Chadwick it was it was really dark it was really dark and I'm like sitting there bawling <laughs> and then after I finished it, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Fooled you. Because I was looking at it like this seems, this seems a little too dark, too dark for them to put yeah. this out. Like this seems like, why would you basically want to recreate a death? Right. 
knowing that he's dead. Like, that's just weird. But then I realized it was just some rando on the internet who was like, oh, let me do this. And get these coins. And get these coins. And, and get the coins they did. Because that shit probably got like 4 billion views it right had, now. It had a hell of a lot of views by the time. I I, I, I want to say it had over a million views oh, easy. by the time I looked at yeah, it. Easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so right. it's a good song. And if you watch Black Panther, it, it is very fitting mm-hmm. in the end of the movie when they played the song and you understand why her video is the way it is in -hmm. comparison to the film Mm -hmm. and it makes perfect sense but we didn't know any of that when the shit came out right so it was really confusing because it's like why is rihanna on the beach and like shit is flying around her i don't know what's going on and make sure you don't spoil it for the people because you know people haven't seen the movie i said I'm I just saying, anything people else. are very serious about Wakanda Forever and, and not getting and any spoilers. Be. And they should be. Awesome film. <clears throat> Great film. Anywho, those are my thoughts on Lift Me Up. Okay. I am still waiting for Real music. Rihanna? Yes. Agree. Agree. And she's teasing music, but I just don't know. I, she's teased music before. So <laughs> we knew that the Wakanda Forever music was going to come out because I think there's also a second song that came out. I, I haven't heard it, but that is what I heard as well. But um, I have not. I haven't heard the soundtrack yet. Yeah, we knew that that was real because she, you know, she can't really lie about that. She can't really say there's music coming out on a soundtrack and then it doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently she's been teasing new music and people are like, oh, is she just going to like create a song that she's going to perform at the Super Bowl? And she said no is new music so okay well i'm sure it'll be great when we get it and i hope we get it and you know what maybe she just get her groove back you know she's just became a mom you know she's probably like "Mm, i want to be outside a little bit so maybe you know this is a good way to do it make make some music and you know let the people do some performances here and there you know get back into the swing of things you know we're i don't don't have any worries when it comes to rihanna like if rihanna drops it i'm listening of course. She's one of like five artists I feel that way about. Of it's course. like acting or actors. Mm-hmm. You hear like, oh, so-and-so got a movie coming out. If it's, it's like five people that you're like, all right, when, when it comes out. De Niro. I don't need to see I'm a trailer. There. When it when it comes out, I'm there. I will watch anything De Niro does. Even when he does like his cutesy little um, romantic comedies or like, I, I will watch anything De Niro does. There you anything. go. I, I, I curse the day that I hear he said some shit that he shouldn't have said or something like that. He's not problematic like that. But... Nah, he's no Liam Neeson. <laughs> no. He is not. He is not. And in fact, in fact, if, if anything, De Niro is kind of like Ellen Pompeo where they like love black people. <laughs> yes. They be out there defending us. Yes. Okay. This is but, true. but you know, you never know. You never, never know. Ever know. You know, you gotta assume they've at least said nigger once. I mean. So anyway. Back to the Grammys. Back to the Grammys. Melodic, melodic rap performance. We've got. That's a category. Yeah. We've got SZA, DJ Khaled and Future. Beautiful. Melodic rap perfumance? Wait, what? Perfumance? <laughs> Why, yes, JD. (laughs) (laughs) 
because my brain could not compute what you were saying. SZA is on a melodic rap song? Well, it's SZA, DJ Khaled, and Future. I'm, oh, assuming, it's a, okay. I'm assuming it's a DJ Khaled no, song. No, okay, all right. I'm sorry. It's called Beautiful? No, you're right. I'm sorry. Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar, Blast, and Amanda Reefer, Big Energy Live by Lotto. Oh, not the regular one, huh? It says Live and Wait wow. for You by Drake Future and Thames. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen. No, you said Drake and I heard 21. Can you do something for me? Um, pop solo performance Doja Cat is nominated Lizzo is nominated I'm not reading the other ones um, yo Lizzo's gonna win a Grammy ha, she gotta get at least one does she have a Grammy already I don't know I'm sure she does why you, why you be trying to ask me these questions what is Harry Styles does Lizzo have a Grammy you know what I listen to I, <laughs> yes I I mean I, I enjoy One Direction as much as the next person but I don't know this information you're asking what me? songs do they one direction yeah we're gonna we're gonna give you a pass don't worry i don't that's just i know taylor swift and ariana grande it's a jvp fan right there <laughs> you gotta roll your r's you, you got to roll your r's they said and Lady Gaga. I you love said Lady Taylor Gaga. Swift. Mm-hmm. You know they said her tickets. <laughs> Yo, I'm sitting next to somebody the other day. <laughs> I don't know why this person was grown grown man as he was. I don't know why this person was looking at Taylor Swift tickets, Yo, but <laughs> he can't like Taylor Swift. It was just random. It was really random. Turns to me. And goes, maybe trouble is his shit. I knew you were in trouble when you walked in. Maybe. What's the other shit? Shake it off. You see? Shake it nah, off. Don't ask me a third Shake song. Shake it off. Oh, oh, oh. Don't ask me a third song. What was the song that she got nominated for? I said, that don't that- ask <laughs> me a third song. What was the one that Kanye said? Nah, 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 nah. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, Kanye really, Kanye really, yo, it's so baffling. Kanye really got on that stage and said, nah, yeah, nah, nah, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, Taylor. But, but Beyonce, Beyonce had the best video. First of all, that video was not the best video I've ever seen. And that woman used that Kanye shit to her advantage for the next, like, five years. As one should do. Absolutely. Because what does he do? Absolutely. You can't even be mad. All right, let's have a real conversation. No, 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 no. Let's, you let's get back. <laughs> so Taylor Swift on Ticketmaster. You, everybody knows. Oh, she I didn't broke even say what the price was. She broke Ticketmaster. Oh, what did the guy say? The, what the guy he turns his phone to me and it says one thousand two hundred and seventy-four dollars oh, for that's Taylor light. Swift <laughs> ticket. I that's said, light. I said, well, I wouldn't be going to see her. The resale. I'll wait. I don't want you to spit coffee everywhere. The resale mm-hmm. was as high as sixteen thousand dollars. Nah, for the for the little white girl that don't don't even dance. Nah, we good, we good here. I don't even know what her new music is. I, I'll be honest. I used to listen to like 
the singles. I never listened to a Taylor Swift album. But the singles, like, yeah, you know, I'll shake it off with her. You know, I'll get into some trouble with her. Oh, trouble, trouble. Okay, anyway, because <laughs> YouTube, YouTube and TikTok gonna flag that. You know it. <laughs> and like, wait a minute. Copyright. Is that Taylor Swift? Copyright. No. no. They're like my daughter. <laughs> That's copyright. <laughs> So, okay, I forgot that there was actually a spoken word. Um, I mean, do we know? Catac- we actually do know some of these Saul, people. Saul, Dave, Saul Williams or whatever his name. Viola Davis, Questlove, Lin Manuel Miranda, and Jamie Foxx. Let's go. I mean, it's a, it's that's a, like the only Grammy I care about right that's, now. That's a that's a very black and brown uh, category. Is it for like their audiobooks or something? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. R&B song, Hurt Me So Good, Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. We love Jasmine over here. Yeah. Get another one. Yes. Oh, wait, who she's up against? She's up against Priscilla Renee. Hers and hers. Beyonce, Cuff It. That's the one where they be dancing on TikTok. That's an R&B song? How did, now I can't even remember it right now. And they play the every whole time album I'm is pop, The whole album is dance, tech, pop, no, pop, no. I can't talk today. PJ Morton is also nominated. You go, Please boy. don't walk away. I can't. I'm doing a pod. <laughs> All right. Dance recording. You won't break my soul. <laughs> I hit myself in the mouth. Chris. You can tell everybody. Chris, edit point. Yo, my neighbors that sleep in. <laughs> they ain't sleeping right now. <laughs> her, her and Katrinata, um, BB Rexa and David Guetta, and I'm good. David who? <laughs> what was that name? <laughs> I struggled a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm not saying. I'm it's not it's saying, fine. Don't say it again. I'm not no saying worries. it again. It's fine. You know when you, like... When you have a conversation about something versus when you have to read Grande. it. Grande. <laughs> Grande. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget my love, Diplo, Miguel, and someone, another person on there that I don't I recognize. <sighs> you want you want to know about comedy album? Because your people <laughs> is on there. Who's my people? Dave Chappelle. Oh, well, then that's it. The rest don't matter. Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K. No, the rest don't matter. Dave Chappelle. Jim Gaffigan. No, no, no. Oh, that's my guy. I know. That's why I said your people's oh, on there. My people's really are on there. Mm-hmm. Music, film. All right. I think I think we're good. I think we're good here. I think, I think we're good. All right. So the ta- we might have to cut a lot of that out. But the, 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 the takeaway here is that... Beyonce is nominated for everything twice. <laughs> yeah. And Beyonce is now the most nominated woman in Grammy history. More than Pink? More than Pink, I think. Yeah. Bars. And she's tied with her husband. That guy. Sean Carter, a.k.a. H to the Jay Z, aka Hove, aka H to the Izzo. For she's my easy. <laughs> For the most nominated man. Uh, yeah. 
I think that's pretty cool, actually. I think it's kind of dope that they're both neck and neck. The top dogs? The top dogs. I mean, you know, if you're going to do it, do it big, right? House real big. Car real big. Everything big. Let me tell you how I live. You don't remember that? Big timers? I remember. Oh. I was just letting you rock. You know? Um, <clears throat> but yeah. So, that's exciting. She's yes. nominated a lot. Lizzo's nominated a lot. Doja Cat is nominated a lot. <laughs> I never know what to do with Doja Cat. I said that on Harley Minding My Business. I was like, is she of or a part of us? I don't know. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just don't know like where we stand with Doja Cat. I don't think Doja Cat cares. Where, I don't think anyone on that team cares where, where, where we think she stands. But I was just curious. I was like, what? Do we, is that, <laughs> should we report on this? No, she's she's not us. Not this podcast. Who, but that who? I, I plead the fifth. I feel like Doja Cat is for the streets. Doja Cat is literally out there with everybody in every category doing everything. And you know what, do your thing, girl. I don't, I don't have a, um, that's not a knock. It's just a, what, where do we stand? Like. Would we, would this, we, you're right, you're right. I'm just, I'm just saying that that was my thought on it, but I'm, I'm kind of excited about the Grammys. I'm not. Given the categories, <laughs> given, yeah. excuse me, not given the categories, given the nominees, I think it will be an interesting show. True. We know that some of them will perform. You know, if Jack Carlo performs, he wins. You know how you know do you, yo your face. Do you oh buy Do you buy seltzer water? I I enjoy seltzer water. Do you buy flavored seltzer I water? I enjoy flavored seltzer water. So black cherries is the best in my opinion. It's one of the greats. It's one of the greats. Second and none in my opinion. I actually love a, a mandarin um, situation like a mandarin orange. You know, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I oh you know what else is good, coconut um, coconut flavored. Or like vanilla flavored um, seltzer. I don't know where you be is... shopping, but I need to go where you shopping. <laughs> Delicious. If you go to the grocery store, they have all the flavors. Y'all heard of these flavors before? Polar actually makes this unicorn flavor that is really good. All right. All right. So, anyway, no, I, I have a point. My point is aspartame. Aspartame. Now, if you buy seltzer water, like if you're someone who buys it regularly, you know what to look for. You never want to see like a high percentage of aspartame in your seltzer water because then it tastes fake, right? When you buy the right seltzer water, no aspartame, tastes good. It tastes like, oh, they flavored it with whatever flavor. It doesn't taste too artificial, right? Aspartame is very artificial. Jack Harlow's aspartame. So, you know, you didn't read collabs from the categories. And I say that because him and Drake have a nominee for their collab. I didn't see that.
Oh, there were more categories too. Uh, Mary was nominated again. Lucky Day was nominated again. Jasmine Sullivan was nominated again. There's a lot of categories. And maybe that's why I haven't gotten to the one that you're talking about. Traditional. What is the difference between R&B performance and traditional R&B performance? Crooning. Oh, and I love crooning. Tank. Oh, Snow Allegra is nominated. You see? (laughs) Tank. I love that. Because, yeah, exactly. Tank is... Beyonce is also nominated for that category. Traditional R&B. For Plastic Off the Sofa. I don't know what Plastic Off the Sofa is. I don't remember. It's from it. that album. I know it's from the album, but then I don't remember. it's I don't not remember. fucking traditional R&B. This is ridiculous. Ella May and Babyface are also. That's fine. And uh, Mary J. Blige for Good Morning Gorgeous. I hope Beyonce doesn't win that category. And that's not me being shady, but the people who deserve to win that category are the other three people in the in the category, not her. Beyonce doesn't have to get every nomination, you know. Oh, she does. The uh, the 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 honeybees. What do they call them? <laughs> the beehive will get me for that. But she doesn't have to. <laughs> honeybees. Is that like Wu Tang's kids? <laughs> she's and she's nominated for best dance album. Well, that, yeah. Along with Diplo. Yeah, Best Dance Album makes perfect sense. Two other people I don't know. Drake? No, Drake wasn't. Drake didn't get a nomination for Dance Album. He was gunning for one, though. Yeah. He wanted one. Mm-hmm. He wanted one. Recording package. What is a recording package? All right, we could keep it going. I mean, well, I was I was trying to find the collabs, but um, we, could, we can continue on. Are we... Do we need to say anything else about the Grammys, though? I mean, if I find that... I, well, I think that's it, actually. Yes. Um, right. There's more. Um, Summer Walker. Summer Walker. So Summer Walker was not nominated. Summer Walker released her second album. It was highly anticipated. It mm-hmm. did very well. It's a good album. Yep. And it has... Uh, it has great features mm-hmm. and I would like to play a segment of the Joe Budden podcast Okay. because Summer Walker's <clears throat> manager, Justin, not Justin LaBoy. Justice? Justice? Justice. Justice. Sorry, Justice. <laughs> My bad. Not Justin LaVoy. I said not Justin LaVoy. I know. I didn't want them to be like, oh, that's who that is? <laughs> that nigga. That guy? <laughs> With all the memes and shit? Anyway. Uh, so they called Justice, Summer Walker's manager on the Joe Budden podcast, and they had a very interesting phone call in which he speaks about the way the Grammys work uh-huh. and the way you get nominated for a Grammy. Okay. And I think that it is really, really interesting and information that more people should have. All right. And I hope Joe Budden does not make us take this down. Tell me what's happening. Y'all not playing the Grammy game? No, Joe. We, that's And that that's what makes it even crazier this time is because like, we actually did. We actually did. Like, I had to, to their, go perform. To their fulfillment. I had to go perform 
for the chapter while she was pregnant, bro. Full oh. pregnant. Yeah, I'd be hot. I'd be for hot. free. Like, some of them like perform. I know. Yeah. That's the game you gotta play. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's for next year. No, that was for this year. Y'all would still be eligible next year or no? No. Because it's you know, it's 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 it's, it's a year increment. So yeah. over it, um still over it, we'll submit it for this year. Because we dropped late last year. So mm-hmm. this year we had to play the game because obviously we dropped late last year, so we had to play the game. Mm-hmm. I had to go perform in LA, I had to perform in Atlanta, I had to do all the arms. So then what do you think it is, honestly? Because it's not the music. It's not the music. I think I think it's just like all right, so here's my theory. You know I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just like my thing is just like I feel like the progressive um women in R and B message agenda is not aligning with you know the traditional message that they're used to you know pushing forward because again it's just like i just there's no other way for it to make sense it's just like you want the you want the numbers cool you want the cultural impact cool like you want the streets like cool like you want the actual musicality cool like you know what i'm saying like i did everything and Silver should have got some type of nomination. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for full of greens with anything. I mean, y'all had SZA remix with Cardi, sped up album, two albums in a row now. How many noms did y'all get for the first one? Bro, we got snubbed the first one. That's why I said I was cool. Oh. I'm like, the first one, all right, cool. She's new to the game. Y'all didn't know her. Y'all didn't expect it. Cool, I'm going to chalk it. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't play no games. Cool. Then after, after, after that snub, you know what I'm saying? We get on the phone with... Harvey, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, nigga, this is crazy. He's like, nah, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? It's about voting. It's about being involved. So what I do? That's the line. Cool. Being so involved, what I do? I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to be involved. I went and go ahead and submitted to be a part of the Grammy chapter, spending my days, my time, right? Running summer around, doing that shit. You know, the same shit. So I'm like, all right, it's, it's, it's cap. You can't be discouraged. You got to do that again next year. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you don't have a choice yet. That's what it sounds like. That, if that's the if that matters to you. It should matter to Summer. She's that new of an artist with that greater music. That's that's the push that she needs to get into double platinum world. Exactly. Because 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 what people don't understand, for me, like obviously Grammys is important, but people don't understand it's like just 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 from a from a exposure perspective, it changes everything. Right? Like and how, that's why brands, we still have to how care. Brands look at you, how all the how, how everybody looks your at rates. you changes yeah, so much. Just saying yes, Grammy so much. Is that in front of your names. It's like a blue Yesterday's check. Yesterday's price is not today's Before price. Now. Time's Andrea. Yeah, like a blue check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're introduced as Grammy nominee. He said like a blue check. Why does the Grammy validation matter to you? I'm like, yo, okay. it's a part of the institutional business of music. So to ignore that is just being ignorant. But also just like, also chasing your tail is also like, come on, like, am I just going to keep doing this? It's a, it sounds like they're trying to put it on, like, almost like, yo, you, this is you paying your dues type of shit. Like, you got to do this, uh, like you said, next year. And you got to play the game for a minute. Reading You're the names, uh, I'm going to just be totally frank with you, buddy. Reading the names, I mean, you keeping it safe with the one space thing. But it sounds like they have an image and likeness that they want affiliated with their award. And I think maybe some of the transparency and exposure from Summer... <laughs> may hinder her and make people not pay so much attention to the phenomenal music because that's two albums exactly. in a row where it's just like you have to be looking at something else when it comes to this I young com- lady I, com- I completely agree I-
there's a lot of, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of shucking and jiving. Oh, a lot of, shit. A lot of, you know, <laughs> a lot of, um, you know, young shimmy. Listen, you gotta, you know, you gotta, young shimmy. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do a lot of, a lot of dancing. Wait, but, but would you be young shimmy or little shimmy? I would not be little, little shimmy. As a matter of fact, just call me shimmy, shimmy, y'all. That's it. That's it. Dashing D, AKA. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. There it is. Rest in peace, ODB. That's right. It sucks. Let me tell you what sucks. Let me tell you what sucks. Summer should have been nominated. I agree. Yep. What sucks is that I don't want to take away anything from Beyonce, but I think we have to have the Beyonce conversation in order to have the summer conversation. Maybe you disagree. I don't know. If Beyonce is going to be, or like Doja, Doja Cat, we could say Beyonce and Doja Cat. I think they are the, those are the two that, and honestly, I don't really want to say Doja Cat because I feel like Doja Cat creates music that does fall in multiple categories. I feel like Beyonce's album was created in a specific category, yet Beyonce is in every single R&B or dance related category for the Grammys. Yes. And then someone like Summer Walker, who is truly R&B, doesn't get nominated. There's only four people to a category. It's unfair. And we've talked about this before, but... It's unfair, and Beehive come for me, but it's unfair for Beyonce to be in every fucking category, and then someone like Summer Walker, who has the numbers to show for it, who has the talent to show for it, put in her effort to be considered, and then they just don't even, like, don't even give her one nod. Yeah. It's unfair. You could have not, you could have not (laughs) included uh Beyonce in the R&B performance album or whatever whatever the one was or whatever the two were you could have not put her in there considering she's nominated for dance album of the year as well I mean she's nominated for that shit and Summer would have been able to be nominated it's kind of like when we talked about Jasmine Sullivan a while back I don't remember what award show it was we were talking about specifically but I remember saying like she got a, a split win yeah and 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 I don't, I don't get that. Like, we know who's at the tippy, tippy top. We know who's going to get awards regardless of what. But it, it's got to be more equitable for the the little fish. And Summer Walker isn't by no means the little, a little fish. It's just that when you put her next to Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, listen, when you put anyone next to Beyonce. Right. It, it, they're, they're, they're the smaller fish. I mean, except for her husband with the same amount of nominations. <laughs> I mean, it has to be said, but I don't like, again, I don't want it to seem like I'm hating on one, uh, you know, to prop up the other. I think that everybody is deserving and there was a way to make that equitable. I don't, I don't know. Um, It's frustrating. And she doesn't even like to perform. 
Summer yeah. doesn't like to perform. So the fact that she was willing to go and perform for the Grammy committee. Fully pregnant. Fully pregnant. It, it speaks volumes. Yeah. 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 So real quick, uh, before <clears throat> we dive too deep. Um, so th- that was just clips of the phone call between Justice and the Joe Budden podcast. Mm. This is not an ad, but if you want to hear the full conversation, you can go over there. The episode is called I'll Be Is From The Shore. Or <laughs> I'll Be From The Shore, some shit like that. Anyway. Uh, of course it was. <laughs> well, that's what they no, called. We don't even. No, you're going to be upset. Oh, well. That's what they called Namor. All right. Yeah. And because we can't talk about Wakanda forever, we'll just move on. Yeah. Let's just. Um, so the reason <laughs> I wanted to play that, um, <laughs> the reason I wanted to play that is because I think it's really interesting that um, we got to hear some of the inner workings of the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare that we're able to do that. And you know, there's always talks of what has to happen, what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. But here you're hearing firsthand mm-hmm. what someone had to go through for their artists to be considered, mm-hmm. not even nominated. Yeah. And it goes to show that in this day and age, having the talent is not enough. Having the numbers is not enough, which goes back to the Nicki Minaj, uh, snub, this, whatever you want to call it. It shows that, unfortunately, there's a lot more than music when it comes to being considered for these awards. Um, And that's what I thought was so interesting about it. It's easy to sit up here and just say, man, Summer Walker should have been nominated but when you get these details i think it paints a much clearer picture and that's why i wanted to play it uh i think that is really messed up and i think that it is really hard for artists in 2022 you know your music is no longer purchased i mean if it is it's super fans as they say Mm -hmm. um touring is becoming harder and harder for even big acts, hence the whole Taylor Swift Ticketmaster thing. Um, And, you know, you get paid next to nothing for streaming. So it really is just challenging to be an artist in this day and age. And I think it's really fucked up that they're making people go through all of these things just to be nominated. And you still are not guaranteed a nomination. I mean, for Justice to say that he applied to become part of that chapter of the Grammy committee is wild. And then still having to have her, even after that, still having to have her go and perform for them multiple times. It's really sad. And it's crazy because, and that's why, again, I wanted to play it because you hear them saying, this is the difference maker. This is what puts you in a certain pay grade or a tax bracket, same thing. This is what puts you, this makes the difference from platinum to double platinum. And it just does so much for an artist's career. But look what they do to make you 
quote unquote earn it. Right. It's crazy. It sucks. And I think it's really fucked up. It's very fucked up. It's very discouraging. Um, I think it's frustrating. And I think that, you know, honestly, to me, it's more of a reason why we should say fuck these awards and these uh, platforms. Um, but I also understand that it's not that simple because the labels are tied into it as well, which is why mm-hmm. you see the same names all the time, like a Doja Cat. Not taking away from Doja Cat, who's right, super talented, but she's a quote-unquote label darling, which also makes her a quote-unquote award show darling, as they're seeing now. And so this is what happens. It's, it's really fucked up, but so many things surrounding the business side of music are intertwined and deeply woven into weird political relationships. Because if your label is not cool with the Grammys, if you're not cool with your label, if your manager is not willing to do certain things, there are just so many things that the artist has no control over. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really fucked up that artists have to go through this. So I get it. I mean, you can have someone as big as Drake or Prince back in the day saying like, man, this shit don't matter. Fuck this shit. But to get to that pinnacle today to become a prince to become a drake you kind of need to do certain things it's also easy for those people to say because they're not they're they're their managers are not having to join the grammy committee they are not having to go and perform for like beyonce doesn't have to do that beyonce just had to make her album and exist right so like well that's why i'm saying you, you beyonce know, hasn't spoken out and said fuck the grammys drake no. kind of did at one point no but even uh, even drake prince yeah but how, how much work do you think drake gotta do today not to to, to, to get none. a grammy but for an artist who just put out their sophomore album it's a different game of course yeah and it just it sucks i'm i'm i'm, I'm sorry that you know Especially because I know she's like, she's very angsty. She's not really like, she'll be wanting a shuck and jive. That's not really her vibe. She's not, she's not into any of that. So the fact that she even agreed to participate in the pomp and circumstance of that is, uh, sucks. But I did want to mention, unless we have anything more about the Grammys. I did want to, while we're on award show topics, uh, you know, Chris Brown put out a video from rehearsal where he was rehearsing for a performance he was supposed to do at the AMAs. And apparently his post was, I don't know why, but my performance got canceled. For reasons unknown. For reasons unknown. Yes. Um, He was supposed to be doing a Michael Jackson tribute. Um, So he posted a snippet of their um, him and his dancers rehearsing. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. I tried to look it up online. Everything basically said, well, you know, Chris Brown has, is still today controversial. And, you know, Michael Jackson, to some degree, is controversial. But that doesn't make sense because that might, those things might be true, but then why was he invited to perform in the first place? Yeah. That does, that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. Um, just wanted to point it out because it's. I think that would have been really cool to watch. Absolutely. He's an amazing performer. Yes. 
And we know that I a think, lot of I think he's one of the best from. performers of our generation. Yeah, I agree. And and his a lot of what he does is inspired by Mike. Michael Jackson. So excuse me. So Bless you. thank you. So it's kind of like, okay, well, what happened here? Yeah. I don't think we'll ever find out, but <laughs> if we do, we will let y'all know. But I just thought it was like really bizarre. It is. It's and, really weird. And I'm mad that we're missing out on that performance. Yeah, it's super whack. And and it goes back to what I'm saying. Like, there's so much weirdness in the business of music. Yeah. I am going to go out on a ledge here yeah. and say, fuck them. I hope that Chris Brown sues the shit out of them. Should. Because Tank clearly said in his video on Instagram that he was hired. Mm-hmm. So... I hope he gets to sue them for big bucks. I hope so. Pay him thrice. I, ho- I hope so. I mean, I, yeah. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But anywho. Moving off of awards talk, but staying on Chris Brown for a second. It's giving Christmas. It's giving Christmas. Yeah. Give him a little Christmas shit me. Yeah, yeah. Extra shot of your coffee today? I didn't. And... And I finished it too. I never finished it. Okay. <laughs> so Chris Brown put out. They call it. They call it a two pack. Put out a two pack. It's Christmas That's what music. The kids call it. Um, let me just look up what the songs were called. Well, it's, it's giving Christmas. Uh, let's say one is called "It's Giving Christmas," which is not my favorite. Um, but <laughs> it's cute. And I then mean, I, I thought it was cool. I liked it. It's cute. I liked it. And then "No Time Like Christmas" is more my vibe. You know, he's it's more ballad style. Right, I'm about to say, what's this, what's it called? No time like Christmas. No time like Christmas is definitely more R and B, more traditional R and B, according to the Grammys. According to the Grammys, and uh, it's giving Christmas is more. It's more of a bop. Right, exactly, which is fine. Um, I like that he gave both. I do like that he gave both. It's balanced, a balanced two-pack. My stress, the stress that comes for me with Christmas music when when artists create Christmas music is I don't like Christmas music that sounds too much like it's not Christmas. <laughs> so we know what traditional Christmas songs sound like, right? Have a holly jolly, you know, stuff like that. So when so when R and B artists now love a good R and B Christmas album, Boys to Men, Neo put one out like two years ago. Now it Chris Brown right. is giving it. Yeah, it was alright. It wasn't. But that's what I'm saying. I think part of the reason it's just alright. Tamar Braxton has a good Christmas album. Mm. Yes. Uh, I think what it is is that it's like I love good R and B, but then I also love like once we get into December, not right now. Because I walked into a store yesterday and they were playing oh, Christmas you already music know and I was November like, oh, 1st. November 1st. Ridiculous. It's like Halloween's over. All right. Christmas time. Ridiculous. But Mariah's already number 49 in the charts. Listen, Mariah, <laughs> Mariah be like, Halloween is over. Right. Halloween is, where's my Santa hat? That's it. Where's my Santa? And you know what? I can't, listen, this is, the fact that Mariah has parlayed Christmas into being her own, I cannot I'm, be mad. I'm very jealous. I cannot be mad. And honestly... I wish I, wish I could come up with some way to like 
just claim the whole season. Well, I was just about to say, you know, love Chris Brown, think the songs are great, but Chris Brown could never. <laughs> okay. Mariah will own Christmas for the rest of our lives. I mean, remember Jay-Z kind of had like summer on Smash for a minute? Yes. It was kind of like, all right, it's almost summer. Where's the new Jay-Z joint at? Well, I feel like Chris Brown could own summer and has in, in the past, but... Christmas? I gotta take your word for it. Nobody can own Christmas because Mariah owns it. She's not giving it up. All right. So we know she has a monopoly. Yeah. But people putting out Christmas albums, doesn't that kind of give her a little competition though? It gives her a little competition, but that's kind of what I'm saying. I think that people- Except maybe not the dip set one. <laughs> people love Christmas and people love Christmas music. And that's why I'm saying what's and Frozen. Frozen <laughs> kind of like <laughs> right. somehow Frozen became a whole Christmas thing. Right. What's now it's like every year. It's not even like only when the movie came out. I know. It's I all know. the time now. But what's complicated about Christmas R and B, and that's what I'm saying, is that a lot of times it sounds a lot like R and B as R and B should, and less like Christmas. That is where Mariah is at an advantage because Mariah has created Christmas music that sounds like all the regular ass Christmas music yep. we, we've been listening to since we were kids. Yep. So, yeah, her if the, you're- Her and the Jackson 5. Her and the- That's the first thing, like- That's it. Thanksgiving is in a few days. My sister's gonna turn on the Jackson 5. Listen. That's that's what we do. That's, <laughs> that's what saying, we do in like, our family. Like that's the first thing that comes out. Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. a bit. I'm a bit rebellious. I like the random shit. Like I be bumping Soka Christmas, and niggas be looking at me like, "Oh, what? We, I mean, we, we do like, that too." Yeah. Like, what is he playing? So, yeah, but but y'all are from that. We are. Yeah. That side of Carleen the, Davis. You know, and and my my people be looking like what? Soka Paran. What is coming out of that Bluetooth speaker right now? <laughs> Who played this? Is this an ad? I thought you had Spotify without the ads. A Nazi Dread Christmas. Who is playing this? <laughs> How do we skip this? And I'm like, don't you fucking touch that. That's my <laughs> shit. Okay, so when we when 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 my mom still owned the house we lived in, grew up in, excuse me, we had records and a record player. So we would have Carleen Peters, which was basically a, a Soka Christmas. We had uh, a Nazi Dread Christmas. Uh, we had the Jackson Five Christmas album. There you go. Um, we had some sort of Muffet Muppets. Oh man! Uh, Christmas album. I wonder, I wonder which is that on streaming? It, it probably is. It wasn't technically the Muppets. Like some of the songs were the Muppets, but the other songs were like actual like famous artists singing the songs. And then there was another one that I can't remember right now. But we had like those five or six. Christmas Mariah. albums. No, because Mariah wasn't really much of a thing yet. Oh, uh, okay. Those were the things that we would rotate, though. So now, like, I'm still very much into the, the you know, the reggae holiday Christmas, the soca holiday Christmas. Yes. But also, you know, the Jackson 5. Because yes. you can't have Christmas without, um, without Michael Claus. seeing Mommy Kiss Santa Claus. That's right. And I, it just dawned on me last year that Michael was talking about their dad. I did not know that, but neither here nor there. So you want me to edit that out? 
I don't care. Oh, okay. I don't care. If 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 not that, the internet will find something to shit on me about Little Wayne. <laughs> Little Wayne. All right. So, that being said, there's more new music. Yep. We saving the big dog for last. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's save. Let's save him for last. Okay. Um, what else we got? Buster Rhymes and Big Daddy Kane. Okay. So Buster Rhymes dropped an EP, and I didn't know that. I only knew he had one song out, and I was very excited about this one song. Why you ask? A good song. Because Big Daddy Kane is on it. What? It's a good song, and it sounds very. It's the Gay? beat. The beat. <laughs> the beat is very classic too, yes. which I love. It's a great record. I have to listen to the EP. The EP is only five songs. I didn't know. I actually found it out right before we started recording this yes. pod. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Busta Rhymes fan, so I have to go Busta back. Busta Rhymes now! Wait, sorry. And we'll pee now? What you want now? Or my favorite is, Don't this shit make a nigga wanna! Jump, jump. Don't this shit make a nigga wanna! Jump, jump. Act the fool, you better watch out. I remember when that song came out. It was really interesting because it went from hype to not hype to back to hype. Kind of like one mic, but better. But better. And I know Nas fans are mad at me for that. But Sorry, don't worry, Nas. Don't Nas worry. Fans. We got we got good things to say about don't Nas worry. in a little bit. Give, give, give us a few minutes. We'll yeah, get there. Definitely. So. Don't this. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's, it's like in you. Like once it's, it's like any other. And then it was interesting too because it was Busta. Diddy and Pharrell. Act the fool, but you you remember the the, the video when he's like yes. <laughs> moving kind of like a cat. Well, that's also you know busted. His vibe, yeah, you know, I know, but he's a movement based. I guy. just remember him going like this in the camera. <laughs> oh, camera! Busta is very gotta funny. love Busta. You know, there's a whole line for everything. And Hove once said, "And I ain't animated like say a Busta Rhymes." He's not. He was honest about that one. I mean, because when you go see Jay-Z live. Anyway. um, Thank you. They're about to say, don't start no shit. I mean, anyone who has seen Jay-Z live knows what. Well, if we're being being (laughs) honest, for years, that was his biggest critique. That his live performance was pretty much the music video. Yeah, like he just, all he does is do that leg thing where he lifts his leg. He lifts his leg and the mic at the same time. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You are a a diehard Jay-Z fan. You know exactly what I'm talking about. When he grabs the mic, he grabs the mic and he kind of swings his shoulder up and picks up his leg. He does that when he raps. I guess I'm busy looking at the shoulder and the mic. I don't know about no leg. I believe you though. Really? I'm serious. I don't know shit about no leg. Whatever. Let's move on. be looking at his legs. All right. I'm not saying, like, if you're looking at him on stage, you're looking at his body. I guess. Anyway, so, yeah, Busta dropped a new project. Man, Big Daddy Kane still got it. He still got it. Sure do. Yo, that's super fly to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know we saw him on Versus, and he had amazing breath control. Mm-hmm. Looked like he'd still be in the gym. All that. But for him to drop some new fly shit, that's exciting. 
for a hip hop enthusiast like myself, that was that was exciting to hear. I was really excited. And I think it's dope that they put Conway on it. Yeah. It was like all three generations. I like that. On one track. That was that was super fly to me. Yeah, I like that. And yes, that sample definitely makes you feel like, oh, okay, it's 1980. Yeah. I, and we I, on a we on a graffiti train yeah. getting ready to do some shit that's probably illegal. Yeah, it, to me, if it, it, it felt very much like listening to Hot 97 in the in the early 90s. Yeah, I'm a... And I, you know, that's... I love anything that makes me feel a little nostalgic, so, you know. Same. I was into it. I was into it. It's dope. Yeah, it's All right, what else we got? What other new music? New music. Is this... Are we on the last one? Should, should we get to the shits? Is there more? I don't think so. I think... 21. Yeah, I think the last thing on the docket is King's Disease 3. KD3. Hey. You know, I want to start on a sad note. Mm -hmm. So Nas announced a one-night-only special concert at Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. And the tickets went on sale Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, let me let me just take a peek. Mm-hmm. Let, me just, let me just scroll up here and see what's up. They are not sold out. Okay, but they're a million dollars? No, but it's really weird how the prices jump. Uh-huh. So all the way up in the goddamn section, uh-huh. like, oh, people are up there? Uh-huh. That's like $100. Okay. Which is like, all right, $100 is not terrible. But nobody wants to be. Nobody wants to be in the nosebleeds. I know sky is the limit, but I don't want to be at the limit. Nobody wants to be in the nosebleeds. So then, mm-hmm. the next one, which is like two seats down, is like two hundred. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it says, "Don't bother." <laughs> <laughs> don't even, don't even look here. It says rent. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. It says, "I looked." It said rent money. I said, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to go. I was really curious about the show. But I mean, listen, for $100 you and some binoculars, nah. you feel like you're in the front row. Nah, just but, catch, um, catch the clips online. Way, way. Catch the clips online. Way up Now he's got to do that again. He can't be doing one night only shit. Well, I think it's super fly. He's doing <laughs> all three King's Disease albums, and I know it's going to be like special guests and all that shit, because it's Nas in New York, right? right? Yeah. No, that's like a perfect show. And, and I don't know... You seen Nas live before? No. So I've seen Nas live three different times. He always manages to sneak in Illmatic. (laughs) Always. So be ready if you're watching this and going to the concert. You'll be blessed to hear some Illmatic. I promise you. He always is like, I I know what y'all niggas want. Illmatic. (laughs) I got y'all. I went to... So, in my opinion, the best of the three concerts was the first time I saw him because he did, like, a bunch of shit from then and now. Mm -hmm. This was around the time that Hip Hop is Dead dropped. Okay. Man, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. And it was at, like, Columbia College or some shit. What school Mm -hmm. was it? Yeah, it was at Columbia University. Mm -hmm. It was some student-only concert. Oh, okay. 
Because it wasn't just the students that went. Of course not. When you do but stuff like that, but tickets were like thirty dollars for students. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when they do those, when they do those, <sighs> listen, I do miss that. I do listen, miss them. Student I was shows. not even mad when niggas doubled the price and was like sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. I'm like sixty dollars to see Nas. Right. Who's and not, and who's it not... was and it was like entrance was just when you get in. So yeah. it was like so I got a chance to get a good seat for sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. We was on the sir. balcony right above the stage. Wow. Oh man, great. The second time, I was disappointed. Okay. Because I was expecting that again. Mm-hmm. And he was at Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. Oh, uh, okay. And I just knew in my heart of hearts yeah. that this was going to be the best show ever. Mm-hmm. He pretty much did Illmatic with a band and then had the band play all the famous samples that came from it. Um, but I and then he sprinkled in like two or three other things. Like, all right, here's four more songs. Now I got to go. I feel like festivals are hard, though. Um, hard, hard for the audience, not for the artists. Because I feel like it's like their show, but light. Yeah. A lot of times artists don't, but don't do No, but he same. really did like all of Illmatic. They, okay. So the crowd was going fucking nuts. Yeah. But I was like, oh, but it's like 2012. Yeah. There's a lot of other great Nas records that came out yeah. since Illmatic. He did Street Dreams and then had the band play the Aerosmith sample or whatever rock band it is that that sample came from. Mm -hmm. And a couple other songs. I was like, that's it? That's all we get? No special guests, no Jada Kiss, no Ludacris, nobody? Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. And then the last time I saw him, Mm -hmm. third time, it was him and Mary, which I said on another pop. Oh, yes, you did say that. That one was good. It was cool. But the crowd didn't come to see Nas. I gotta be honest. I don't know why I feel like I saw Nas and Mary perform. Like at a show that was like an ensemble type of thing. So they really only did like each each artist only did like one or two songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he had a full set and then they did some like back and forth stuff. She came out, he came out, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I enjoyed it. But the crowd, they was there for Mary. I would say 90% of that crowd was there for Mary. Like every time Nas came out and he was doing them those songs, mm-hmm. the crowd was just like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you finished? <laughs> the crowd was like, yeah, but you done though? No? All right, well. That's you? Bathroom break? Yeah. <laughs> Need something from the bar? Yeah. 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 No, it's like that sometimes. Yeah. All right, so now to the album. King's Disease 3. King's Disease 3 is out. It is a lengthy project. This was not an EP. No. It's about an hour long. I think it's like 55 minutes. It's an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, this is now the fourth project that we get from Hitboy. Oh, man. Am I fucking up his name? That's his name. Oh, I thought I said it wrong. I don't know why. From Hitboy and Nas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nas said on the third project, which was called Magic, he said, don't worry, KD3 is coming, and it's fire. And Nas did not lie. He didn't. It's good. It's this great. This shit is super dope. They did some wild shit with the samples. These niggas sampled the five heartbeats, first of all. You, you heard that one? That was That was funny as hell to me. I was like... What the fuck is this? And then I heard it. I was like, "Oh, y'all are wild." They sampled Mary. Mm-hmm. 
Excuse me, what happened? I thought you. I don't know. I, it's like I was all the way up here. Now nothing could stop me. I'm all the way down. <laughs> down, down, down. Yep. Dipset Christmas? Nope. Anyway, never. KD3 is awesome. I don't even have a favorite song. It's really interesting. The samples are really, really, really interesting. I dig the samples. I the do. beat selection is great. I think that it's going to be hard listening to Nas with other producers after this. He hinted that he may still do a collaborative album with DJ Premier, which we've all been wanting forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, Hitboy and Nas have made such a beautiful body of work, these four projects. Yeah, that they are like perfect together. I think Hitboy has found a great way to enhance what Nas does. Mm -hmm. And I think he really understands Nas taste in music, Nas flow, where Nas wants to go, where Nas can go. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great. Um, Nas was airing some shit out on this album. He talked about Jay-Z. He talked about Jay-Z. He says, sometimes I call Hove up and tell him this beef ain't over. But it was kind of playful. It was a little light jab. Yeah, he said he, he said they laugh about it. Yeah, um, he did. Which I, which I thought was interesting because you know the internet ran with that as soon oh. as that. As soon as it came out, they were like, oh my gosh, Nas and Jay-Z are friends. And I was like, really? And then. Really, guys? And then. Jay Z posted, because you know, you know the thing, right? Every time Nas drops a project, Jay Z -Z drops drops a song or a project or something. So he put out a picture of all his Grammy nominations or some shit. Of course. And was like, oh, you got an album? Okay. Here's all my accolades. But that's, I think when we were talking about like Drake and Drake and Kanye a long time ago, we, we said like, yeah, there's some there's, there's, there's some text conversations we're not privy to. Oh, there's course. some group chats we're not privy to. Of course. The fans love to be like, oh, they hate each other. And then, but really behind the scenes, they're like shooting the shit and kicking it or whatever. Yeah, I think uh, Jay know. and Nas are a little different than uh, oh, yeah, I mean, Drake that's... and Kanye. But yes, totally yeah, agree with everything yeah. you said. Not the yeah, same, they're, but... They're cool. They kick it. Uh, it's really interesting how they do things. Uh, anyway, man, it's a great project. I don't really have anything bad to say. I don't have anything bad to Nas say. Nas switches his flow up a bunch of times. There's all type of beats. Yeah. So if you wanted something that sounds like it came out today, it's there. Mm-hmm. If you wanted something that sounds like a mob deep beat from 97, it's there. Uh, Who am I? Busta. <laughs> Oh no, Lil Kim. I was thinking Lil Kim and Mom D. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Yep, you did. Uh, I think she actually goes like this. But that was that was it. I should do it side by side. <laughs> Yo, cause you know they memed her for bad times. <laughs> bad times. <laughs> It'd be about nothing related. I'm like, what? Nothing at all. And they just throw her right in there every time. 
Little Kim. The infamous, <laughs> the infamous Little Kim. Kim. <laughs> Little Kim. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, and then this whole album has no features. He's like, I gave y'all features on the other projects. No features this just, time. Let me do my thing. Let me just, do my thing. Let me, and just, we, let me just strut my it. stuff. We love it. And, and, and Nas, Nas dropped four albums in like two years. And you know, no, we don't talk about that enough. He was like, listen. The agility. And he said it. He said on the album, he said, y'all better appreciate this shit because you know I don't normally do this. Nas like to go away for three, four years. And that's probably and what come he's back. Oh, after preparing this, preparing to do after this yeah. one night only business he got he going might, on in February. Yeah, we might not hear from Nas for a hot minute, for but while. listen, all four of these projects are dope. Yeah, is this the best one of the three? <clears throat> I don't know. I really liked King Disease one. It kind of set the tone, but I have to go back and listen because I think this one was just longer. He was giving it up. Excuse me. Two times. This one was longer and it was really interesting. A lot of people are talking about the Mike, Mike and Quincy, Quincy and Mike, whatever, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are talking about that record. He kind of said some stuff there mm -hmm. regarding publishing and industry stuff. He did a lot of metaphors regarding um, things involving Quincy and Mike. Um, Michael and Quincy. Michael and Quincy, yeah. Uh, I know Envy put out a video where he, in, he interviewed Nas a while back and Nas alluded to the record. Uh, I think Envy said it was one of his favorite records from the project. Um, and this shit is dope, man. I don't really have yeah, anything bad to dope. say. You know, people criticize Nas about not switching his flow. He did that a bunch. People criticize Nas about beat selection. I think we can put that to rest for quite some time. He also mentioned that on the project. Um, I think on this project, he was getting Nas shit was off. Like, yeah, Nas was like, he was getting all right. shit off. He was. What was that shit they said in '98? <laughs> right. Let me let me address some things. What was that shit they said about my single in '97? Mm -hmm. All right. What else? It's like when um, Jimmy Fallon writes letters. I don't know if he still does it. Like he's like, and another thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never seen that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Nas was on, yeah. and and. I wouldn't have been mad if he went even more crazy with that type of shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Nas has the longevity. Nas has the talent to talk his shit a little bit if he wants to on an album. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. And he didn't get as deep as he does on some other projects, but that's still there too, if that's what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I think that the King's Disease albums had less of that because it was supposed to be more uh, flexing, more feel good. Mm -hmm. um, so I think he kind of strayed a little bit away from the conscious side of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we get like really deep, full songs from Nas. Yeah. In this series, it was kind of like lines here, lines there. Mm -hmm. um, especially on this album. Um, but it was it was good. I think I think it was good. The only thing I will say, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I feel like I'm gonna get a little beat up for this, but I'm just thinking about balance. Probably could have had a little more up there for the ladies. 
Well, you know what? Some of us ladies don't need music that's for the ladies. So I'm fine with what he did. Okay. You know, those of us who, you know, like listen to music, like really listen to music, we don't always need for the ladies music. But I understand that. And there is space for that, of course. And I, just like anyone else, like the for the ladies music, but also Nas, like when I started listening to Nas many, 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 many years ago as a young maiden, I was going to say lad, but I'm not a lad. That's true. I wasn't listening to Nas because Nas was making girl music. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I, I think you, you make a great point. I'm not knocking your point. I'm just saying that's not why I started listening to Nas. I started listening to Nas for you know exactly what this album is. So I'm fine with it. Um, and you know, there's a time and a place. Maybe next time he emerges, maybe we get some more of that. You know? I mean, KD two had quite a few lady records. Yeah, so then we're good. Right, that was the one with not with the firm on it and everybody and Anderson Pack. I think so. Pretty sure that was KD too. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I don't have I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, I think you kind of you covered you covered it. Um, but yeah, that's magic. That's not King's Disease too. Right, here it is. I knew it out my glasses. <laughs> yes, this is the one that you're talking about. This yeah, KD two had KD two had a lot had quite a few ladies records. So yeah, I'm, I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. I'm just trying not to seem like a super Nas fan who sees absolutely nothing wrong. You know, I hear you, but you know, sometimes. All you got is good. And that's and that's because a lot of times it's not all good. And I'm not talking about not specifically, but just in general. These days, sometimes it's hard to come by a great album that is just great. Yeah, this is true. So if we could just chalk it up to this was a great album, not a whole lot wrong with it, then that's fine. And I got to be honest, mm-hmm. Busta dropped a great project during the pandemic. He's already back with this EP. Mm-hmm. Nas dropped a ton of music. I like this trend. The older cat's coming back. Listen, if the OGs like, are going to come and just drop bombs back to back, I'm with it. Let them do it. I am so for it. I vote yes. Me too. Me too. I dig that. Yes. I do. Who else? Who else wants to do it? Well, should do it. I mean, Mary drops a lot, so that was I was gonna say Mary, but Mary drops a lot. Yeah, Mary. We Mary, don't we don't really go four or five years without Mary. Yeah. Mary drops very consistently. Mary be like, I'm working. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we need an Usher album. Yeah, but I don't think we'll get one soon. Usher, oh nah, he's living his best life. He is having a blast. Usher did an interview with Angie Martinez and basically said that. He was like, You don't really get to when you're in the thick of things and you're like trying to like make your career what you want it to be. You don't get a chance to actually like sit down, breathe, and like appreciate what you've done and 
celebrate what you've done and he was like i'm in that era right now where i am celebrating what i did what i've accomplished i've done great things and now i want to have fun with it so he's literally having fun in vegas (laughs) while doing this residency and going live at 5 a.m for no last reason anyone who wants to put me on a plane and send me to usher call me send us a dm or something just I will, I will come and I will, you need me to review the show or something. I can do that. You want me to interview Usher? I can do that as well. Um, I'm honestly, if you want to just put me in your suitcase and smuggle me (coughs) to Vegas to get to that show, I would like to see Usher on roller skates too, in person, in person. Anyway, um, that's our show. Last thing. Oh, my bad. So we've decided to bring back. Oh, yeah. Thanks again, TikTok. The TikTok's favorite segment of ours, which is, you know, uh, the shit we let them get away with. Lyrics we shouldn't have (laughs) let them get away with. Who we got today? Two Chains. Two Chains. The song is All Me. It's a Drake song from Nothing Was the Same. This is Two Chains verse. And he says, and I quote, and my dick so hard it make the metal detector go off a word yeah but like your how that's a let me like okay i get it like i understand it i understand what he's trying to say but does it make sense what do you say but hard things are not what make the metal detector go off metal like if you put a rock that has no metal in it metal makes the metal detector go off not just any hard thing right well apparently his hard thing makes the metal detector go off i mean right. and you know what's interesting about that too <laughs> what i i i just think and I, this is not the point of this segment but i gotta give props where props are due Two Chains is a genius. I fucking love Two Chains, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said that here, but you haven't. I love Two Chains. Genius, like he just was on some real business shit and was like, "Okay, everything I was doing was not working." Right. So I'm gonna get this master's degree and really study business. The guy formerly known as Titty Boy. And he came back and he used his binoculars to take a lay of the land. What's working over there for those people? What's what's going on over there? Oh, look, look at that. There's a hole right there that I can fill. I can. (laughs) With his hard dick that makes the metal detector go Go over there. Yeah. I I think I can do that. I'm going to go over there. And he went over there and was like, I'm going to rap about money <coughs> and strippers. And his dick. You got to rap about your dick if you talk about money and strippers. I mean, That's true. come on. That's How true. can your dick not come up, pun intended, <coughs> if you're talking about money and strippers? So, you know, good for him. Good for him. And apparently he makes the metal detector go off. It does not make sense. No, it doesn't. Sorry. It doesn't make sense. But you know, we let him get it off because again, you know, two two chains, two chains is dope. Um Yeah, but that's some bullshit. 
it's bullshit, but it worked, right? A lot of bullshit works, apparently. That's that's absolutely true. Just like there are a lot you know, of rappers who have made made a lot of money off bullshit, including Two Chains. Yeah, and off of nothing entendres. Nothing entendres. Yeah, and that, my friends, is let's have a real conversation. Thanks for being here. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, oh, yes, aka yes, 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 Slaughter yes. the Natives Day. All right. Um. What it is called? Let's have a real conversation. Yes. It okay. is. So. So. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> See y'all in December.